peace, peace, peace up everyone, what's going on? Welcome to another episode of the Two British Nerds. I was about myself, the Two British Nerds, like, yo, what's going on people? Hope everyone is doing well. Hope everyone managed to watch uh, Star Wars uh, during the opening night and opening weekend, being this weekend here. I managed to watch it myself and I'm going to be going into the full um, review of what I thought of the movie. But before we do that, we have a question from, uh, from Snapchat. Oh yes, and it's from SimSim here. Yeah. So you can snap him on S-I-M, S-I-M, right? And he says, do you think that comic book movies will become fad? I feel like that the good stuff is great. But I remember when Batman and Robin killed comic book ad adaptations for a long time. Do you think Hollywood just put them out because it's easy? I feel like there are less and less original stuff like back in the day. Well, for the first part of your question, do I think comic book movies will become fad? Um, no. Not for a very, very, very long time. Um, the reason is I just feel it's only been recently, recently that the com that we're actually in the beginning of the comic book uh, movies, you know. I would say from watching movies like, like The Avengers um, was when it really, for me, well, me personally, when it really, really kicked off and even including DC, like the Batman trilogy, um, we're in the beginning stages of basically, you know, really sucking in this comic book uh, movie scene, which wasn't really around, you know, and wasn't really uh, wasn't really around like it was now. Um, you know, back in the day, you would have one comic comic book movie, and you just watched it. But now, the comic book um, scene has gone so mainstream that. Man, like, if you're not into comic books, you, you actually, you know, people that don't read comic books are now watching the movies. So it's become a very, very, very huge, very, very huge, powerful scene. And it's taken a lot of, a lot of money for these um, brands like Marvel, DC, um, and so forth. Everyone's involved, man. Everyone on the planet is involved. You know, back in the day, you had to be, you know, back in the day, you, you were made fun of if you was like a comic book nerd or geek. Like, oh, look, look, look at this guy. All he does is read comic books. Or look at this girl. All she does is read comic books and stuff. But now it's got to the point of where basically it becomes in your face that everyone is involved within the comic book scene. So with that being said, for me, it's not going to fizzle out for a very, very long time. And I doubt it, it even will um, because the movies keep coming. The, the, the public keep um, coming and they're loving um the movie so I doubt I really doubt they'll they'll you know they will fade out <laughs> trust me I don't think they, they, they are they will ever fade out man. Um, but yeah that's the first part um, regarding um, what did he say um, I remember when Batman and Robin killed adaptations for a long time do you think Hollywood put them out because it's easy I feel like there are less and less original stuff no, you know what? I, for me, man, I think um, the Batman, um, the um, the Batman and Robin. Um, I don't think I. I don't really think Batman and Robin killed comic book adaptations, man. I think I. You know, I think for me it was pretty, pretty, um, 
I think if I think it was pretty pretty cool. Um, yeah, I mean regarding your regarding Hollywood putting them out, well, it is easy because regarding a specific example, you're talking about Batman and Robin. It's DC, so you know for them it's Batman and Superman, so it's easier to put something out that the people know and keep distributing that content over and over again. But then it gets to the point of where it becomes saturated and becomes boring, you know, which goes to my next um, um, beef with, with not, sorry, not even DC, Warner Brothers, our own DC. And it's regarding your, you, it's regarding basically um, the second part of your question when you said, I feel like there are less original stuff like back in the day. Yeah, um, like they've, they're putting it out because it's easy for people to, to get a hold of. Um, but the problem is, like myself, that's into comic books. How you know? How many times do I want to see? Do I really want to see a Batman origin, or do I really want to see the the same Batman Dark? You know, the the Dark Knight. You know, for me, I I do love Batman as a character. I don't read Batman comics, you know, but I do respect the character. I respect him because there's one thing I love about Batman, and it's the capacity of his mind, which for me is what Warner Brothers do not show in the movies like he's the dark knight we know that but what about the the you know the, um, like the the detective you know let's see that side of batman once in a while so i think i think they're playing it safe to they're playing it safe not they're not taking chance because they may they think they might lose money or they might upset quote unquote some fans who knows um but i reckon they should do the adaptation of batman where he's actually a detective and less of the dark uh night as for um the original stuff, well think of it like all this stuff's been all the stuff has been recycled, right? Like so you know, from when you first saw the Batman movies or any Marvel DC movies, you thought, alright, cool, this is like the first time I've seen it, but then you see it over again and again, you know, they bring out different segments to it, sequels, you know, and you know, you get you sort of have seen it already and you start to get I guess a little bit bored. Because you've seen it already. Um, which is why which is why um, I I give this I give this to Marvel because they do things differently. For example, they gave us different characters like in Netflix you have um, Luke Cage, you have Daredevil, Jessica Jones, um, you have Iron Fist that's coming out next year, The Defenders coming out next year, Luke Cage, movies like Guardians of the Galaxy, Captain Marvel that's coming out, even Doctor Strange. You know you have you know they 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 they're utilizing characters that are in my eyes are really sick, but they're underground. Like if if you've never read a Doctor Strange, Luke Cage, Defenders comic, you wouldn't know who you, you wouldn't know who they are, you know, um, which is which is for me what keeps me going back into Marvel, um, you know, DC in DC on the other hand they've been concentrating on Batman and Superman for such a long time, but it's nice now they're actually branching out to like Wonder Woman, you've seen Suicide Squad, you have Justice League coming out next year, Aquaman. Um, you know the flash um that's what i think will keep people more into new people into um will draw new maybe will draw new people into the scene because it, you know you're seeing different characters um but literally that's that's my idea you know and you know you know when you go when we go past like comic book movies all movies now you you don't see basically um the substance and origins original original movies coming out because it's all been used it's all been, it's all been used and all been recycled i mean so many reboots so reboots you know so many reboots have have come out and are continuing to come out there was you know we've had 
Ghostbusters, The Mummy. Um, we're having also, I believe, um, you know, an all reboot of Mission Impossible. No, not Mission Impossible. A whole reboot of, um, sorry, a uh, reboot of Ocean's Thirteen. We're getting Jumanji coming back out. Um, they've brought back out Godzilla. Um, you know, they rebooted. They did the reboot of Star Trek. Um, so it's less original because I don't think there's any more original substance in the world anymore unless someone comes out and tries something new like within the comic book scene push out new characters new tv shows and even new comic books you know to really change things for 2017 and so forth so again that's i guess that's my um that's my reply to your um uh question but yeah i do like batman and robin man i think batman and robin are dope like i like them I like Batman and Robin still. I just wish I would see more of the Batman, of Batman's mind. And um, in this next quote-unquote solo Ben Affleck uh, movie, you know, that's my take on it. So um, that being said, guys, if you want to send your questions in, please feel free to snap me on Snapchat. And that's British Nerds with a Z. Um, you can DM me on Instagram. That's uh, my Instagram is the number two British nerds of a Z. Um, that's the same for my YouTube, and it's the same. Yeah, same for my YouTube. My Twitter's at C A V A D J. And um, what else do I have? Yeah, my Facebook like page is two. Again, two British nerds with a Z. So you can DM me on there, or you can even email me on. Um, the number two British nerds at gmail.com and um, you know just send me your questions and I'll answer them literally in next week's um, podcast you know so don't be afraid guys I don't bite actually I do not know I'm playing but yeah so let's move on to literally um, Star Wars right so Star Wars Rogue One you know I wasn't really, initially, I wasn't excited to watch the movie because for me, it's a spin-off. And I thought it being a spin-off, you know, it's a spin-off. It's not going to make any logical sense. You know, they said it was set between this episode of Star Wars and this episode of Star Wars. And I'm like, oh man, this ain't going to make any sense to me. Because for me, you know, I've only seen the first three original Star, the first three original Star Wars movies. I've probably seen the prequels, maybe one or two. Um... But, you know, with, with that being said, um, there was one reason why I really wanted to watch this movie, just for one reason only, and I really wanted to just see Darth Vader on screen. For me, he's the, he's the most, he's such an epic um, character in general. I love him because he's not a villain. He's basically, he you know, he's not a villain. He basically, he's just, you know... He embraces the um, the other side. Yes, he gets he gets manipulated and lied to and so forth, and be you know you know and becomes the man they call Darth Vader. But I just love everything about him. His um his his dis the way he's disciplined, his, the way he uh, the way he speaks. Uh, you know when he used to in the original Star Wars movies where he he used to just walk through 
and the music used to play in, you know, he, you know, he was scary. Like I loved Darth Vader. I loved him. Um, and I love, I just love the substance about him. And after watching like the force awakens of Kylo Ren, I wasn't happy with that because the problem is when you market someone like Darth Vader to such a high, a high, you know, standard, you cannot replicate, you can't replicate that ever again. So with, um, the force awakens, you know, it, it, it fell because I think they tried to remake Darth Vader and it just didn't work. Especially when he took off his helmet, Kylo Ren, I was like, nah, bro, keep the helmet back on. That's how we doing it. And so what would Vader say? He'd say, yo, the force is weak in you. But yeah, that was the only reason I wanted to watch Star Wars Rogue One was because basically of the, um, um, what do you call it? Of Darth Vader. And just so we, I, just so we, I make myself clear to you guys, this is a spoiler-free um review i don't want to spoil it for anyone you know i tend to do if i do spoilers it'll be like two weeks after you know because i don't think it's fair that people spoil movies you know what i'm saying um but yeah i really really you know from looking back at the movie and reviewing it again in my mind right now i really enjoyed it um yes it was slow um it was different it made sense um it was more it was the movies beyond the empire and the rebellion you know you really get to feel what these characters have been through and what they're actually currently going through and you know what they want to accomplish um i f i really loved the whole i loved everyone's interaction within um the movie I f I, it was a unique different team um you know in this movie there are no, there are you know as they said and this is this is spoiler free because everyone knows there are no there are no jedis in this movie so you have like a bunch of humans that are up up against the empire you know it's you know it's humanity itself man um so it was really dope one thing that i was really surprised about this movie and what separates it from all the star wars movies in my eyes was that and it had you know the use of color and the tone it was it was a dark movie it had really really dark tones and really um scenes that really surprised me i was like whoa like disney really went in you know, and I never expected that from Disney. And you're thinking, if you're thinking, why is he saying Disney? It's because uh, Disney own Lucas movies. You know, they own Star Wars and they own Marvel. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, um, I really enjoyed, um, I just really enjoyed, just enjoyed the whole tone of it. Uh, it made it, it made it more like, made it, the movie was more like of a mature movie than anything else. I guess The Force Awakens was more of a family-friendly movie in its sense of its lighter tone. This movie was completely different. Um, it felt like a completely different Star Wars movie to all the Star Wars movies, you know. It was, um, it was, really, it was really, really good. Like, I really, really enjoyed it. Um, I, I enjoyed, basically, like I said, I'll say it again, the, all of the character developments in that movie. Um, the, it was really, really good. The team is unique. It's different. You'd never think they'd be, they'd never be basically um, together. You know, I felt like watching an episode of the, uh, I guess, um, the A team in a way. Unique characters. Um, but yeah, it was it was totally dope, man. Like I, this movie has made me, I guess, really, really now look forward to. Um, more of the Star Wars spin-off movies that they actually um, do, man. Like, I'm really excited. Um, Darth Vader was a beast. He scared the living shit out of me. Like, 
when I saw him, I was like, whoa, whoa. And I'm not going to say a lot, because like, like I said, I'm not spoiling it for anyone. Um, but I really enjoyed his, um, his, I really enjoyed the way they, the, the, uh, the way they, either, you know, the, I'm getting, I'm getting, I'm getting tongue twisted. The look, not the look, I like the, the take they took on him, like, it was pretty cool. Um, you know, from seeing the trailers, I thought, I thought they would CGI him completely. Um, but they didn't, so it was really, really cool just to see him on stage again. I mean, even you know, he did have a cameo, and um, you know, yeah, he had a cameo, you know, and so forth. You know, he is in the movie, just so you guys know, like, just not a cameo, but he's actually in, in the movie, you know, beyond the cameo. Um, but it was good, it's nice to hear him speak, uh, you know, it was that was cool, man. Like, it was really cool. He scared me. Like one of the scenes, I was like, "Yo, I was like, yo, Vader's a savage." Like the 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 take they took on Vader on this one, like you, you, I have never seen in like in um, what do you call it in the Star Wars movies? I was like, "Yo, like they killed it, man." And it was smart, you know, marketing someone like Darth Vader and saying he's gonna be in it. Well, obviously, you get the new people. And the old school Star Trek fans and fanatics, you know, into the movies to watch this. I loved basically how um, I loved how basically it connected with the uh, New Hope. Um, you know, I really enjoyed it. I really like the connection it made. Um, it, it's like now when I watch I when, when I watch a New Hope, um, it's like I'll never. Um, I'll probably see it differently from now on because they really connected the bits that really it used to bug me. I was like, hold on a second, like Death Star, how did you how did Leia get a Death Star plan? Like, you know, like it, it was it was it was interesting. They really filled in the bits. So it's like it's gonna make me re it's like if I watch if I watch New Hope again, I guess it'll make more and more sense than um you know than basically um <clears throat> Sorry guys, um, I did when I first watched it. Uh, but overall, man, like I, I thought it was pretty, pretty. It was a pretty cool movie. I really enjoyed it. Um, and it's strange because it's like I never, I never, I didn't think that I would enjoy it like that. But I was like, yo, like, man, like, they really went in in this Star Wars movie. And actually, I do prefer it than, um, um, I guess, The Force Awakens, just because the whole tone of it. It's completely different. It felt more realistic than the Force Awakens in 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 that sense. The Force Awakens, you got Jedi's. You know, you have um, you know, you got Jedi. You got experienced people. Like in in this one now, it's pretty pretty um, pretty pretty different. Um, it, it felt like more of like an origin. It's like an origin slash sequel movie you know if you if you guys know what i mean but i really recommend this movie like to everyone out there um it's good because for me not being a star wars i mean not a star wars fan sorry um like someone that's really into star wars like i said i've listened the first maybe three four star wars movies and this one but i for me um what i'm trying to say is because i'm because me i'm kind of still new to the star wars universe you know um it feels very, very, it felt very easy for me to understand. 
which I think this movie will make will have the same effect on people that are new to the Star Wars um, universe. You know, you know. Quick side note: what I really love about Star Wars is what got me into Star Wars was I love the whole um, spiritual mythology that Star Wars is revolved around. You know, the whole aesthetic principles, the mythology. Um, you know, it's a it's a musical tale told in space. Um, but I just love the way basically it, um, it flourishes. Um, and that's what attracted me to Star Wars. Um, and what still attracts me to Star Wars because I really go beyond the special effects and the celebrities and the superstars that are in this movie. Um, I like, I'm intrigued about the substance and how the mythology, how George Lucas told the myth of, of Star Wars and how it still carries on until, until you know, now 2016, 2017, and so forth. So, you know, I see, I look at Star Wars with a metaphysical eye. But overall, guys, you know, I give it like out of 10, I give it an 8.5. Um, you know, originally, now, originally in the movies, I was like, tomorrow, I give it a 7, but I changed my mind. I give it an 8.5, really enjoyed it. Can't wait for the next Star Wars movie. And, man, you know what, I really hope they do, um, I really, really hope they do, like, a Darth Vader solo movie. Um, I know it's, it, it probably won't tie into the Star Wars universe, but who knows. They could, they could do a Star, they could do a, a Vader movie. Can you imagine it? Can you imagine a Vader movie? Like, him doing the, the dirt and the evil, like, I mean, not the evil, like, just him doing what he loves, it'll be insane. Or... Give me a Yoda origin story. That would be sick. You know, pretty sick. But yeah, moving on, guys. Moving on. So, moving on. So, um, yeah. So the news popped off that we should we are getting a, a what do you call it? A dead shot. A dead shot. Um, solo movie starring Will Smith. You know, and that's it's gonna be a spin off from Suicide Squad. Like, everyone was going, there was a lot of orgasms in the air, a lot of dicks and tits in the air, everyone was going crazy, bloodshed, um, negativity, you know, people were going, they were raging out, saying, why, don't do it, no, no, no. And, um, you know what, for me, right, this is, this, is, this is what I think, where this stems from, and I'll give you my, my own take on this whole Deadshot thing. Um, you know, DC's movies haven't been great, um, you know they've been get they haven't for me they've been below average. Um, Man of Steel wasn't that wasn't great. Batman vs Batman vs Superman was very very poor. Um, Suicide Squad could have been a fantastic, sick, excellent movie. You know it wasn't. It sh that movie should have been certificate. It should have been it should have been R rated. But for me it was that below average. It felt like a a badly done movie. It was like a a dark remake of Guardians of the Galaxy in the way. Um, it could have been a sick movie, but it wasn't. Um, because what I'm trying to get at, because DC's movies haven't been great, and um, you know, and the fans know that, especially the DC fans, every movie they put at now, it's like, you have that stem of like, of like, um, <coughs> you know, oh, it's gonna be another, it's gonna be another badly done movie. And like for me, like this is this is where all the fans are going a bit nuts. Like for me, I respect Will Smith. I think Will Smith is a dope actor, but I don't. I, he doesn't. For me, does not suit the role of Deadshot. You know. You know he doesn't suit the role of Deadshot. 
I, you know, I just, I can't see him doing a Deadshot solo movie. And, you know, I guess if they do it, it'll probably be a prequel to before he gets, he gets jailed up, you know, and taken into jail, you know. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, and the other thing is, do we need a Deadshot solo movie? A solo movie? No, we don't. Like, we don't. We really don't. You know, don't do it. And they've confirmed Suicide Squad too. Do we need it? No, we don't. Because the first one wasn't that great. It was badly done. So if you are going to do a Suicide Squad too, you really have to change things up. Really. Um, like really, 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 really change things up. Um, but that's my take on it, you know. I don't, I don't have no beef or hatred towards DC when I say these comments. Just so you guys know, my issue isn't, isn't with DC, it's with Warner Brothers because they own DC and they're not giving any, they're not giving any creative expressions to the writers, directors, producers in all these movies, hence why the movies have, have been very, 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 very bad, you know. And then we hear, um, just today, yesterday, today, so news came out regarding, um, what's her name? Regarding the Harley Quinn solo movie, so it says David Ayer is returning to, to the DC fold and his heroine Harley Quinn Entertainment Weekly has confirmed that the Suicide Squad director will re-team with Margaret Robbie to take on, the, to take on sorry, pardon me, the adaptation of the comic book Gotham City Sirens, which tracks the misadventures of DC. Uh, top female villains including Robbie, Robbie's Harley Quinn, Catwoman and Poison Ivy, action-centric screenwriter Geneva Robinson Dowell who has recently written scripts for the upcoming Tomb Raider and Sherlock Holmes 3 will adapt the comic book. See this is another thing like <laughs> do we need a Harley Quinn movie like no I'm sorry we don't don't get me wrong she's a she's a sick character but it's not really a solo movie because, you know, she only works with, she works, she only works good when she's with someone with a team, hence the Joker. So I guess this is why they've incorporated Poison Ivy and Catwoman and so forth, which is cool. But I'm like, what I'm trying to say is these two movies like Deadshot and Harlequin, like, you don't need them. You know, um, DC should do, DC, I mean DC, sorry, Warner Brothers should basically... Um, they should basically do movies that people really, people, movies that people really want to basically, um, really, really, really want to, want to, want to see. And that is, um, for example, Constantine, give us a Constantine movie. And please, just give Matt Ryan his his. I'm saying, give us like a, give us like a constant a Constantine movie. Put Matt Ryan in, <clears throat> and let's do things correctly. But these spin-off movies, like it is for me, it's too early as well for spin-off movies. It really is, especially for characters like that. Even when more, even when there was rumors, and this might still happen that you know. Um, they might do a, uh, a solo black Black Widow movie. I'm like, 
you don't need a Black Widow movie. Like, she's a alright character, but not, a, for me, a character that deserves her own movie. And if they do give her her own movie, she'd probably have to be work, put someone else in, like Hawkeye. Because she only works good when she's, she's with um, a team. So like I said, for me, it's too early for these movies to even, for, for Warner Brothers to even consider doing spin-off movies. They need to build their universes, you know, they need to build their universes and basically um, get that right before you start jumping off into doing spin-off movies and stuff. And so if you're doing too much, too many things at once and it's not literally, um, it's not good, it's not working out for you guys. So then again, you know, I really want to see next year some dope DC movies, but you know, the way these movies have come out, you know, they've put me off. The only thing that DC have put out that have been cool have been the, the trailers, you know. So, you know, I like Wonder Woman, you know. Do I want to see Wonder Woman? Yes. Am I looking forward to it? No, because it's that stigma of just badly done Warner Brothers slash DC movies. But I'll still watch it. I'm, I'm looking forward to see how they do Justice League. Um, that's what I'm looking forward to. But I think the only movie, I'll take it back. The two movies I'm really looking forward to is, I guess, the f um, hmm. even though um, I think, and I'm saying I'm looking forward to, because this is that film, the only movie that I think DC will do correctly for me, and that's The Flash. I think it's going to be, I think that movie will be dope. I'm looking forward to The Flash um, and see what that, what that takes, what that goes through. Um, but yeah, I mean, literally, that's like my... <clears throat> my take on it you know um one thing i wanted to touch upon is just um um don't want to touch upon yeah uh, you know because you know like i said in my last podcast uh, you know I'm, i've been building building up my brand being the two british nerds uh for about seven months i literally um just wanted to give some advice again just really um, condense what I said last time because I think last time I was just like ranting because I was pissed <laughs> not pissed but I just wanted to just get things out there um, it, you know f the way I got into it was quite simple um, you know there's a lot of things I love I can do I'm very creative and I, and I put that into work so one of them is the c comic book pop culture entertainment scene in all sizes and aspects so my friend like uh, Kelvin Shout out, shout out to Kelvin B. Johnson. Check him out on his Instagram page. And check out his quotes. They'll put me on to Gary Vaynerchuk. You know, an entrepreneur that really, really is just like very down-to-earth, cool. Cuts through the BS and really tells you how to really do things. Um, so, it's quite simple, guys. First, number one, what do you love to do? What makes you happy? F find that out. Two, what you do is, you know utilize the power of one of the most powerful tools on the planet being social media which is quote unquote really nothing more than the internet create your social media sites being instagram um snapchat facebook and so forth right and every single day you just push you just you just post your content on what you love to do right do that every single day you know for the rest of your life keep on doing that pushing that Int keep interacting with your your consumers, your fans, and eventually what you're what you what you're actually doing is you're what you're actually doing is building up your community. You know, once you build up your, once you build build up your community, you know, and it's stable, 
you have a foundation, then that personal brand of yours will can move on to the next step, which is a business, which is what you start start making your um, start making your money. A lot of people seem to think it's because they have an Instagram page that they have a business. No, you don't. You have a brand. You have media. Business literally means that someone is buying stuff from you. You know, your their money is coming into your account. So don't get it mixed up. Literally, so, so you gotta do post post your content, and then you, with that content you. You, you post it in a way where you ask questions and you're attracting context, sorry, context, which is basically um, communication, you know, and engagement from your fans. And you keep on doing that and then you see, you really see the difference. So essentially, guys, that's all the, that's pretty much the foundation of it. Do what you love to do. And if you don't know, don't know what your passion is, just sit down and think. If you could do one thing every single day, what would it be? And that would be your passion. So if your passion is comic books, music, if you're a writer, illustrator, if you like collecting stamps, if you like selling dildos, <laughs> like literally, like whatever you love doing, whatever it is that you love doing, you can build a community around it and you can build money and a business around it. If you're a, fan, if you're a fanatic TV fan, if you're a fanatic fan about The Walking Dead, build up an Instagram page dedicated to The Walking Dead. Or Game of Thrones. Every single week, when when the show airs, after it airs, you make a video, you review it, you tag the the the, uh, the cast, you tag your friends, you post pictures, you know. And what you're doing, what you're doing then is you're basically you're channeling the consumer's attention because all social media is and all all forms of marketing, being digital digital marketing um, marketing you know is attention marketing so so in that sense when the episode comes out the consumer's attention being the people that are that are really love game love game of thrones and the walking dead will be on those two episodes on that weekly basis right so essentially when you're talking about your your reviews on game of thrones or you're posting content pictures re revolving around that topic you're channeling that you're basically riding the trend of the consumer's attention via those two episodes onto your social media platform by utilizing also the one of the most important things to utilize is the hashtags you know that for example the walking dead or game of thrones hashtag when it comes on air they will be more amped up because everyone's hashtagging it which means they're talking about it so essentially it's that simple but the hard thing is you have to do every single day for the rest of your life a lot of you people think are uh, being quote-unquote entrepreneur or being self-employed, whatever you want to call it, it's easy, nah, it sucks shit, it's, you, it's isolation, it's lonely, you have to sacrifice shit, you have to eat shit, um, you sacrifice going out, no boozing, no hooking up with chicks, or guys, you don't see your friends a lot, because you're constantly working in your back cave, or your, or your stark towers, working constantly, you have to sacrifice, you know, you have to sacrifice a lot, which is what I've been doing, and I've learned that the art of sac of sacrificing and of course and you know I've also learned patience a lot of people want to go McDonald's you know and then have that quick rush instead of going buying the food buying the right food going home putting the bags down cooking it waiting wait let it, let it cook and then eat the food so it's patience guys it's really really it really really is patience so that being said guys again if you guys have any questions suggestions ideas um, 
or not, if you want to just say hi, like feel free, man, to hit me up. All my social media, uh, social media links will be down below in the comment box and wherever um, social media platform you're looking at. Um, but yeah, hit me up, guys, especially on Snapchat. I snap all the time. <laughs> so again, British Nerds of a Z, Instagram stories. I'm always there on Instagram. That's number two British Nerds of a Z. And I'm really, really looking forward to when they drop Instagram live on in the UK, man. Like, ugh, I'm going to go ham on that. You get me? Like, that's really going to push my brand to the next level. I can have real life interaction with all my followers. And it'll be cool. Really, really cool, man. So that being said, guys, um, two British nerds signing out. Have a blissful day and do whatever makes you fucking happy. Screw everybody else. And just go ahead of it. That being said, guys, I'll catch you guys next week. Peace.